Can you believe it? King Bad God. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestle Lost. What a start to 2023. <laughs> We're going to go deep into this. Y'all know how we do. But to get it going, here's John. Yeah, first of all, I want to thank everyone who watched Wrestle Kingdom 17 with us live the other night. I know it was very late into the night and into the early morning. Uh, thank you to all those that watched live with us and those that watched on demand. We got our, we've had our biggest uh, viewed video so far, and we are very close to becoming affiliated with Twitch. I think uh, by the end of this month, we should be able to have subscribers. Damn right, we will. That um, was insane. Yes, it, it was. It was insane. Uh, so again, thank you, thank you for all y'all. Uh, hopefully, you stick around and watch our podcast, watch uh, everything we post here and on YouTube. Yeah, and, uh, just come along with come along with us for the ride. Damn right, that was that was a crazy amount to wake up to the following day. Yeah, but we love it, man. We thank y'all for it. Yeah, so like Freddie was saying. Yeah, 2023 is only seven days old, and we've already seen lots of stuff going. Um, let me see. So this is not really, um, really news and notes from Wrestle Kingdom and New Year's Dash. Uh, so we've had. So the Young Bucks are currently in negotiations with AEW to renew their contracts. We, there's been word that CM Punk is interested in coming back to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you saw Wrestle Kingdom, you know that the former Sasha Banks debuted as Mercedes Monet after after Kyrie's win over Tam Nakano. Yeah, she gave her like some. I, I, I guess that's her new finisher. She gave her. I yeah, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, but she challenged her to a match for the IWGP Women's Title at Battle in the Valley, which is going to be in San Jose on Saturday, February 18th. Which will be, of course, we'll be doing a watch along for that. Uh, it's because it's in San Jose; it won't be overnight. Thank you. It'll be in the. <laughs> it'll be in the. It might start late. It might start around nine, but it'll be in the in in the evening at least. At least it's not six in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Or, or two in the morning, two six. Yeah. Yes. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, so so you look forward to that. Also, uh the following night in New Japan they have uh their New Year's Dash show, which is like their uh Raw after WrestleMania. 
and this is a show that was actually unpredictable that had matches that weren't even pre-announced. You didn't know what matches were going to take place. The only match that was scheduled was the, the four-way to determine the KOPW Provisional Champion, which was won by Shingo Takagi. And it was actually, I, I watched most of it. It was chaotic. Uh, oh, uh, team uh, KMDK, which Zack Sabre Jr. joined at, at Risk Kingdom with Shane Hayes and Mikey Nichols. Uh, he, uh, they, uh, they got a new member of one of the uh, young lines with with uh, New Japan, and in a in, in an, uh, there was a uh, an eight man uh, match with Bullet Club. Where they took on uh, Tamataga and, and his his brother uh, Hikaleo, which Hikaleo actually uh, he uh, he I guess you could say he turned his back on Bullet Club. So after the match, JY challenged Hikaleo to a loser leaves Japan match, which I told Freddie there is that rumor of Jay White being in, in the rumble at the end of the month. I, I, I don't know when that match is gonna take place. We'll have to wait and find out. And Freddie, you were asking if you were saying that you heard about uh, Kenny Tinny with Okada. Yeah. It happened. That was the main event. Oh shit. Kenny, I, and I, I, I need to go back and watch it, but yeah, Kenny Omega and and uh, Kaluska Okada, the two winners of the double main event at Wrestle Kingdom, they teamed up to face Aaron Hanare and Jeff Cobb. I'm gonna need to go take a look at that because. And, and by the way, if you want to watch it, it's on njpwworld.com, and it's free. You don't need a subscription to watch that show. All right. Head over there and watch it. Um, okay. So I don't know what's going to happen at the Rumble. Nobody knows what's going to happen at the Rumble. But <laughs> the rumors of Jay White going over there with the Loser Leaves Japan match, it could be possible that Hikaleo loses. That's you know what I saw that I saw that uh, uh, WWE is also interested in signing one of the Tongans, and he is he is a Tongan. He yeah. is a son of Haku. And actually, they even name drop that that's who they want. Hikaleo. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I might be wrong. My so, yeah, this makes this match unpredictable. Yeah, because with with them wanting Jay White, and that was the only name like they had dropped or was rumored or whatever, you kind of figured that's the way it would go. But now that WWE is like, but wait, we might want both of them. So which is the one that you get? I don't know. I don't, and and uh, I'm gonna tell you a clue would be if if Haku is announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, if there is that announcement, then it would make it pretty obvious. Haku slash Ming. Yeah, then it would make it obvious as to who they get. Jay White. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that was just the news from from uh, Saturday to, to Thursday. Well, the early part of Thursday. Later part of Thursday, we got rumor, and this uh, this started last month when, when the Wall Street Journal reported that Vince wanted to come back with WWE. And it was rumored Thursday that that he is going to be back with the company. Then yesterday morning, it was confirmed that Vince is back on the board of WWE. By the way, this is our discussion. <laughs> I forgot to mention it. Uh, but yes, so uh, not only did Vince bring himself in, he also brought back in Michelle Wilson and George Berrios, who he fired himself in 2020 to be on the board as well. Not not holding positions in the company, but just to be on the board. And because of that, three members of the board had to be let go. And upon, upon Vince's return, two other board members resigned, one of which, and I, I don't have their names, I don't know if Freddie does, but uh, one of them was the one who started the internal investigation uh, on on Vince and and we we've been told that the only reason Vince is back is just to help facilitate the sale of WWE since he is uh, the the primary shareholder with the company as of now he's not taking over any 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 executive duties he's not over he's not a ceo he's not taking over creative again thank god keep your fingers crossed that that doesn't change yes yeah yeah thank god for that but you know since vince does have, have majority control he can basically do anything he wants and they they can't do anything about that about it to stop him all right, so I'm, I'm going to butcher one of these names because it's just a weird name. So, Ignis Lahoud? Yeah. Manjit Singh. What was it? Ignis Lahoud and Manjit Singh. Okay. And Manjit Singh was the one that was like in charge of like yeah. everything against Vince. Yes. And now there's rumors that he might have been the one that was leaking everything yes. to the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. That's what I heard too. So my main concern uh, besides Vince taking over creative is as the the talent Especially the ones that Triple H brought back after after he left, you know, because I know a, a few of the wrestlers had said that you know once Vince was back, they said that they didn't want to be there be there anymore. Yeah, it it's creating a whole bunch of issues that we thought we wouldn't see this early in the year. Or that we would see at all. I, I much like a bunch of people on the board and a lot of the fans from this backlash that I'm seeing. 
this is the last thing <laughs> I wanted. So for it to be happening, it has a lot of people on edge because he's unpredictable. And yeah. even though he said that the only reason he's doing all of this is to be involved in the sale and have controlled and oversee all of that. If that's what you're doing, that's fine. As, as long as you don't touch creative, as long as nobody gets released, we can deal with you being around for the sale. But we all know he's also a fucking liar. Yeah. Which I'm going to talk about in a bit on when I give my thoughts about it, but I want to get you all thoughts on about on it first. So here, here's what I want to know from y'all. What's the perfect scenario that y'all seen knowing what we know? And how do you think, what do you think that outcome is going to be? Well, I, I know that once he he came back in the in the company, the stock price rose like seventeen percent. But that, I mean, I know in, in Vince's mind, he thinks that it, it stock went up because he came back. The stock went up because of of the news of the potential sale of the company. Yeah, so it had nothing to do with him. And the last I heard, it was up to twenty two. Twenty-two mm. percent. Yeah, I, th- I think it it uh, it closed at eighty-five dollars yesterday, but it was up as much as eighty eighty-eight dollars. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if he wants to come back, it's okay as long as you don't mess with anything. And uh, they had a meeting yesterday with all the employees at, at, at a little after two thirty, you know, local time. Uh, it was, but it was just the employees. The talent weren't involved. Uh, but uh, Nick Khan said that that Vince being back isn't going to affect the day to day operations of the company. That him himself, Stephanie, Triple H, Frank Riddick, and Kevin Dunn are still going to be able to do, do their their day to day jobs uh, without him uh, affecting anything. Which again, you know, he's been known to lie. So uh, I'm talking about Vince. So he may, I don't know, uh, he he may have decided to dip his finger in like he always does. Yep. You know, if you're gonna you're gonna do a sale, you wanna you wanna clean up your assets. And this was the reportedly a reason why he he had releases in the past uh, I know there have been uh, several names that have come up who could potentially buy WWE maybe Disney or or uh, Amazon or Apple I heard an interesting name today is that a front runner to buy the company I don't know if you heard it Freddie Saudi Arabia. I heard that. Saudi Arabia <laughs> Public Interest uh, Fund. <laughs> uh, Public okay. Yeah. 
I, I saw that, and as soon as I saw it, it's like I, I can already hear in my mind what is going to happen because whoever becomes owner of WWE is going to be very proud that they own WWE. That's a big get. Yes. So I can already hear this happening 20, 2024. It can't happen this year because it would be too soon. But 2024, we could be hearing, everybody, welcome to Saudi Mania. <laughs> that they, they would start like changing the names and, and stuff. I mean, I could see them having a WrestleMania in, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. It's Saudi, it'd be Saudi Mania, man. I mean, they had a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely something that I heard today. I don't know. I think there's a lot of, a lot of companies based in the States that would get a shot at buying it before Saudi does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's, I mean, like already, uh, Disney Plus in in Indonesia already has WWE Network on, on it, so yeah, you know, could be a clue there. Disney is a big company; they own they own ESPN, ABC, uh, Star they, Wars, and Marvel. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and and they and they actually own half half of Fox, Twentieth Century Fox as well. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of moves that can be made. I also I've heard Comcast, Netflix. Yeah, I've heard Netflix there. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of names that are interested in buying WWE. Who wouldn't be? Because as much as you would have to pay for it, it's gonna bring in a lot of money, especially with the guarantee that Vince is no longer in the picture. Because if he sells, he sells. That's it. You can't do anything anymore. So that would guarantee a lot of security, a lot of happy talent, knowing <laughs> that he can no longer sneak in whenever he wants. Yeah, because if he sells, that means he has to sell his shit all his shares. Yeah. Yeah. So this just factors into what I think. But again, before before I go into that, because we know I tend to go along with my rants and shit. Uh I'm gonna go to Andrew first and get his thoughts on what do you think is going to happen? And what would be the perfect scenario for you in this situation? Well, I already made this prediction last weekend. He's AEW <laughs> <laughs> buys it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we, we and y'all were... thought that was far fetched, didn't you? No, we were, actually, we were actually joking about that yesterday. <laughs> Uh, where do I think? Mm. I'm gonna go Disney. That's who I think about who buy it. 
Disney. They would, they have the money. They're one of the few companies because we looked it up the other day. It's worth about five point seven billion dollars. <laughs> do you? Yeah, we looked it up. On, oh. hmm. So they're probably the one of the biggest companies. They can afford it. They already do entertainment. They'd probably keep some of the the people that's there now there. So, but the perfect scenario. Triple H and Stephanie buy it and they run it. <laughs> that, they don't have that kind of money. Oh, they I know, but maybe they get family discount. Hell. <laughs> Please. Bits don't give a shit about family. Yeah. I know. <laughs> All right. Johnny, how do, how do you see this going? I mean, yeah, I, I I think eventually they'll they'll get sold uh, by you know uh, I I also think Disney as well, uh, but I mean you, there's also a case for Amazon because Amazon is uh, worth billions and. They already have a streaming platform, Amazon Prime, which they already you can already you know bundle uh, bundle other streaming apps within Amazon Prime, and you know they, yeah. But but you know, the other entity that was also also bought out, which. Uh, was bought out by Fox and the XFL, which is which is owned by The Rock. Well, they didn't buy it; they bought the TV rights. Yeah. Can 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 y'all guess what channel XFL games are going to be played on? I wouldn't even it, know which channel to start it, with. It, it's in the name. FX. Yes. <laughs> yes, clever marketing right there. XFL games are going to be on FX. <laughs> but yeah, so but back to WWE, I, I think the main the main shooter would be would be Disney. Long shot, Tony Khan. All right. On a personal note, like what I think about this in general as long as nobody is released as long as nobody has to be put through that again and as long as the sale happens quick which it's not because i'm hearing it's going to be maybe like around april may maybe june yeah it's 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 the the reason what I mean by quick is I would want it sold in about a month. Oh, that's how quickly I'm talking about. Because my main fear is the more Vince hangs around, 
the more he gets involved in the the more he's gonna be to get involved. Yeah. And this this was my theory as soon as I heard all of this is he's going to start getting involved a little bit more and a little bit more every week. And next thing you know, he's back in Gorilla, like doing his thing. And he's just going to remember how much he loves it. And he's going to be like, you know what? I know, I know I brought myself, I forced myself back in here under disguise of I just want to sell it. But actually, I don't. And it was, and it was the plan all along for him to just end up back in charge of creative. Yeah, I've I've heard some people even say like like he's actually holding holding the company for ransom. That's pretty much what he's doing. And yeah, I I just fear that he's going to start releasing people again. Once that happens, yeah, and it's just we're just gonna be back at square one, <laughs> which, which already as soon as we started hearing that Vince was working him his way back in the company again, active fans, active reporters, active streamers, every, everybody started saying, "This isn't what we want." If this is going to happen, if he's going to weasel his way back in, we're just going to stop watching again. So we'll go we'll go back to where we were seven, eight months ago, to where we weren't actively watching WWE, which which Drew brought up a good point. He's like, works for us because that's just less TV that we have to watch. <laughs> and and just when we're just when that's, we're about to be affiliated. Yeah. That's that's five hours we ain't got to spend on WWE then. We'll, we'll, we'll play more video games. <laughs> yeah, we'll play more video games or some shit. <laughs> but yeah, man, worst case scenario, that's what I think would happen. He would just like get the itch again from being in Gorilla and all that and just end up not selling. My perfect scenario is, like I said, it sells within the month. I know that's a very rushed sale, but at least with that short of a timeline, it doesn't give Vince the chance to release people. It doesn't give them the it doesn't give them the chance to get settled back into gorilla position, which saves saves a bunch of headaches for a lot of people. The talent wouldn't have to worry for a very long time because talent are worried. Yeah, and they've already said that if he's in the company, they want out. And we don't want that to happen. Because who knows who knows who we would lose. I feel bad for William Regal. He just yeah. started he just started back up with the company this week. At least there's a, a storyline for him to go back to in AEW. Yeah. Or if I was William Regal, I would make a phone call and just have BCC show up to beat the shit out of Vince McMahon. <laughs> and William Regal is just standing in the corner with his phone like, I'm going to live stream this shit. <laughs> yeah. You just get like a William Regal Twitch channel like first 
live stream ever is him live streaming Vince's beatdown. Yeah. <laughs> and you just see Danielson by Mar- two. Yeah, by two two of the two of the three guys that Vince wronged. Yeah. <laughs> they probably look. I mean, even though Danielson said he liked working for him. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect perfect scenario for me. It sells within the month. It would sell to either Disney. Or I, I think it would reach a lot more people easier if Netflix got a hold of WWE because that could be easily implemented into their structure they already have in place. Like they can just give it its own streaming channel on Netflix and that's fine. Yeah. It would work. It would be a lot of work, but. It, that would be one of the easiest routes to take. And I actually just looked up what Amazon is is worth right now. Uh-huh. It's $878 billion. Jeez. So they have more than enough money to buy WWE. And the, the only other person that I look, the only other company that I looked up that has around the same amount of money is Pepsi, which I said, why doesn't Pepsi just buy WWE? And who the fuck has a Pepsi tattoo other than CM Punk? Nobody. It's CM Punk. So CM Punk gets brought in, and he's their main guy. And he can do the Pepsi plunge in the Code Red. Yeah. And it works out because they're already Mountain Dew is already sponsoring the Pitch Black match. We'll get into that. Yeah, Disney's worth 140 billion. I think if if Amazon would would buy them buy them, I think that would make Amazon the first trillion dollar company. Yeah, I okay. can't hear any other companies that have reached a trillion dollars. Yeah, Zach put in chat. I'm buying it, bro. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need like we can we okay. So you, Drew, Johnny, and I can get together with, like, let's say the one point six k that saw us, and <laughs> I, I highly even doubt that we can get two hundred thousand dollars together. They're not gonna <laughs> sell WWE to us, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, it, it, yeah. I mean, why, why, why not? Why can't it be like a, like you know, the Green Bay Packers deal where the, where the, the shareholders run the company? That would be pretty damn nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, okay. Why did we have to go there? No. Okay. You don't know Zach, so it, it's fine. It's fine that you don't know this. I, I don't know how y'all feel about this one. Zach just said, Walmart. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get out of Walmart. <laughs> yeah. We're actively trying to get out of working for Walmart somehow. We still haven't <laughs> figured it out yet. I mean, there's yeah. possibilities, but... 
but but really, uh, you know, Walmart and Pepsi, it, it's that's that's not going to work because it's it's got to be a media company that, that takes over. Yeah, yeah. Walmart's five hundred billion worth. Oh. <laughs> but they wouldn't know what to do with it. No, they won't. At least Pepsi, like. Well, they could hire us to burn it. Crew runs WWE. Like, okay, okay. Since uh, we worked there already, come on. Okay, we <laughs> would move be us like, to a different department. It would be like, okay, let's see. Uh, Andrew, you really love NXT, so you're in charge of NXT. Everything oh, yeah. NXT is yours. I'm okay. sure he could fix it. I'm like, and Johnny, you, I, I don't think uh, you would be great with three hours. So we're going to give you two hours. We're going to give you the shortest night. So you run SmackDown. You can oh, do uh, no, no, fuck that. I'm making Raw two hours. I'll <laughs> 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 be like, okay. So Johnny, you, you can take SmackDown, but... <laughs> Or, or Raw, if you're going to make it two hours. And I'll I'll just take SmackDown and rename it and just make it the Bray Wyatt Variety Hour. It's everything Bray Wyatt for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 what was that name that Tempest came up with when, when Johnny Knoxville was there? Smackass? Yeah, Smackass. <laughs> Welcome to Smackass. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't know where this is going. As as long as nobody gets released, as long as the sale happens quickly, and Vince just doesn't touch anything that's on TV, I'm I'm okay with it. I don't like it because I'm still scared of the possibilities, as yeah. a lot of people are. But I just hope it doesn't get back to that worst case scenario. Again, and I, I just my main hope is that everybody in the company, like talent wise, have someone to help them and talk about this because I, I just can't begin to imagine how comfortable they were feeling working for Triple H. And for this to just, even though there was rumors that this might happen, we never thought it was going to happen again. We never thought Vince would weasel his way back in. Yeah. Well, and we were hoping. Yeah, we were hoping. <laughs> and here it is. So. Yeah, Vince. Vince is a control freak. You know, he he doesn't like sneezing because he can't control it. And he also thinks that thinks that sleep is the enemy. Yeah, he 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 really just likes being in control of everything. Which knowing what we know of Vince, now that a lot of shit has came out, it, it makes sense that this is the person that he is. So, and I I want to correct Max Caster because there's no way Jeff Jarrett is worse than Vince McMahon. No, no. 
I mean, I appreciate the line. It was funny. It yeah. made me laugh. But yeah, there's no way Jeff Jarrett is worth anything. Hell, somebody look up how much Jeff Jarrett is worth. <laughs> yeah, but go going to what Andrew said about Tony Khan buying it. It could happen because he he would be the one to because we saw how much his net worth is. So he wouldn't be able to buy it by himself. He would have to get investors, friends, whoever he feels comfortable with. His dad. His dad. Yeah. My, my thing about that is, it's like I told you guys, as soon as Vince realizes who it is, if he does try, he would probably hike up the price. So that's why you have to go in under a different name. Give get one of his friends or whoever the top investor is to front his name. That way you have no clue that it would be like the whole like the whole WCW deal instead of instead of Shane versus Vince McMahon, it's Tony versus Shahid Khan. Yeah, (laughs) Khan, dude. It's the Khan rivalry. I like (laughs) it. Yeah, I don't know who ends up buying it. There's a lot of. There's a lot of very possible big names out there that are going to make a shot for buying WWE. I just hope it happens quick because I don't know how much more events we could handle. <laughs> yeah, and he's only been back a day. Yeah, he's only been back a day. And hell, he had only been back an hour, and I already actively had the nervous laughs going. I couldn't <laughs> stop nervously laughing. That's that's my go-to whenever I'm really nervous about something or really frustrated. And so as soon as I heard all this, I just started uncontrollably laughing of how stupid this scenario could end up. But we're going to hope for the best. Again, it's only been two, three days since everything started going down. So, yeah. This is not the way we wanted 2023 to start off. We said there was going to be some very big news in the wrestling world. This isn't the news we wanted, though. So, and and we 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 had a pretty big week too up up until that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a really good week. Like we we were having such a good week, and then it just like took a nosedive with that fucking news. Right? It is what it is. It's like Zach says, all we can do, that's all we can do is just hope it works out for the best. So, And he's making a petition that if Walmart does buy it and we do end up in charge uh, to keep Raw at three hours because what? Hey, I like Raw. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have it. We're going to have to keep it at three hours for Zach. Don't worry. We'll we'll make it good. We'll make it good. So, now that we've spoken about that bullshit, (laughs) I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment for WWE this week. Ooh. I can't even remember what happens. (laughs) That's the kind of week it's been. (laughs) 
kind of week it's been. I, I had to go back and watch reviews as well to see what happened. I'm going to go with a Alexa going crazy <laughs> during her title match with Bianca and just first she takes out the referee, then she just goes crazy on Bianca. All because of the uh, was it a uncle, Uncle Howdy in the stands? She saw. Well, it, it was. It was. Or was a, it a fiend? No, it was Uncle Howdy. It was. It was a, Uncle, Uncle a couple. Yeah. So there's still a storyline going on there that we don't know yet, but I'm just waiting. <laughs> I, like I think we all are. But yeah, that was my moment of the week. I, I wanted her to win the championship, but. If she wasn't going to win it, that's the way to lose it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like Zach just said. He says he was a little ticked about that, that she didn't get the title. Like, I, I wanted her to win the championship as well. And eventually she is going to win it again. But for the story they're telling and – that loose end they have to tie up with her and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I, I just didn't see her winning it right now, which we've made it very obvious here that we all love Alexa Bliss. Like, she's one of our favorites here in this channel. So I wanted her to win it as well, but... It's not going to happen until this Bray Wyatt situation gets resolved and to see where it's at. And and who knows? Maybe at the end, he might actually help her. Because as crazy as she goes when Uncle Howdy is around, that could happen during a match, but it'd be a little bit more controlled. And that could actively help her win the match. So, yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see where that goes. But it's some very good shit happening there. And I just love it that they're giving Alexa a little bit more of a focus. So, now that we got Drew's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Johnny and get his moment for WWE this of course, like most of my moments have been lately, the best story going on right now is the bloodline. They uh, <clears throat> they kicked off both Raw and SmackDown this week the, the same way, pretty much just like just destroying everything at ringside and just causing chaos. SmackDown was different. Roman came out and he did he did the whole acknowledgement thing. But then he started he uh, talking about that he you know he didn't want to talk about this year he wanted to talk about last year and especially that that last match the tag match with Cena and, and Owens and pretty much trying to blame Sammy for for them losing because he's the tribal chief and he doesn't lose and. Just uh, out of nowhere, he just goes off on Sammy, you know, trying, trying to say, well, well, are you trying to be the tribal chief? You know, like he's his his insecurity is starting to show. 
like like I said last week, he's starting to to get that that jealousy factor for uh, Sami Zayn because the crowd the crowd seemed to like Sami more than Roman. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so th- this all culminated at the end of the night when the Usos faced uh, Sheamus and and, uh, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, saying he was going to go out there, but uh, to help support them. But Roman's like, "No, let's just stay here and watch." Uh, and so, you know, I, I I think that may be Roman Roman's way of trying to drive a wedge between between himself and the rest of, of the bloodline, or maybe even between Sammy and and the bloodline. Uh, just say it. I don't know. Yeah, I Okay, so I really love everything they've been doing with the bloodline. I think ever since like we said, ever since Sammy came in, it like breathed new life into it. So to see what happened on Friday to have Roman be so insecure, it it, it was great to see a different side of him. But at the same time, it really made me feel bad for Sammy. Because how can you be his, like, he is the only person in the bloodline that has Roman's, like, true trust. Yeah. Even though he has been very confrontational towards everybody else, he's never done that towards Sammy. So for him to stand in the ring and yell at him, and I'm not the only one that felt this way because I saw it all over Twitter. It was a, how dare you yell at Sam? (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people were feeling that same way, man. And as soon as I, as soon as I saw it happening, I'm like, you're going to, can somebody just like bring him a piece of cake or something? <laughs> well, well, during during that last match with when Roman and Sammy and 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 Paul Heyman were were in the back pushing the match, they they went went back there three times and like one time Sammy only Sammy had popcorn and he offered some to Roman, and the next time they they went back there they all they all had their own their own popcorns. <laughs> yeah. So he I mean he did end up apologizing by the end of the night and having you know like having Sammy with him back there watching the match and all that shit eating popcorn. It was fine in the end, but it still hurt to see that at the beginning. Yeah, because I mean in the end, you know, you could have cast Sammy going out there because you had you had the rest of the brawling brutes. He had uh, Rich Holland was was uh, you know going toe to toe with Solis Cohen, and then you also had Butch out there, which which you know Sammy could have been going against Butch. Yeah, yeah, but it it, it was awesome to see a different side of Roman, even though it hurt us watch that it had to take a little bit out of Sammy and just the way Sammy cowered down and just like 
backed up into the corner all scared, man. It, it was heartbreaking to watch that happen. But at least by the end of the night, it, it cleared out. At least that's that's what they're going with for now. And they were all just sitting back, having a good time, eating popcorn, watching the Usos <laughs> versus the Banger Brothers. <laughs> the Bang Bros. Yeah, the Bang Bros. Which, Wait a minute. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Michael Cole said that. <laughs> if you're a guy, you, you know what banger bros are. Girl, you know. Like damn. That was okay, not to not to out myself here, but okay. So I've I've spoken about this before to Johnny at least. You know Francisco. Like we went to high school together. Yeah. So not not us in Sea Hall in Coach Thoughts class. I know where Sea Hall is at. Where he didn't care what you did. As long as you finished the work, you can do whatever you wanted with the rest of your time. Yeah, that was a very popular site with us. <laughs> Just saying, a lot of good times were had in Seahawks. <laughs> but yeah, for for to hear this in WWE and for and for that name to be thrown out there, I know it struck a chord with a lot of people. I shouldn't have said struck. That was the wrong word to use. <laughs> But yeah, man, it, it was hilarious to hear that shit. That that was that was funny as fuck. And, and not only that, but Kevin Owens challenged Roman to a match at, at the at the Rumble, which this could be the beginning of that Sammy and Kevin, you know, side to, you know together against the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna if it's that's where it's going. We're eventually gonna get there. A lot of people are wanting it to happen by mania, which I think it makes sense. So I, yeah, I think what's gonna happen. I think Sammy is gonna do the turn at the Rumble because the projected main event for Elimination Chamber, which is gonna be in Sammy's hometown of Montreal, is Sammy versus Roman. Yeah. So, and that's we, when you could set up the tag match for Mania with the, the Usos against Sammy and Kevin. Yeah. Which I, I think it's about time that this story starts wrapping up because we've been going at this story for a couple of years now. And even though it's picked back up and it's awesome with Sammy. We just we just need to get the culmination to this story, finally. Maybe and we, and we we especially need it, need it before Vince takes over again. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is the third time Kevin and Roman have fought at the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, did it in twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen, twenty twenty one, and this year will be the third time. It was 2020. Oh, wait. It was 21. Yeah. Yeah. The last man standing match. It was the Thunderdome. Yes. Yeah. 
That was the hand, the handcuffed spot, right? Yes. Yes. Where, where Paul Heyman couldn't get the key out, we couldn't unlock it. Uh, I might have to go rewatch that tonight. <laughs> it was funny. But yeah, I just hope whatever the whatever the final chapter of this story is, is that it's a really good ending because a lot of people have been saying that this could possibly be the most memorable storyline of these in a while in a while of the COVID years. Yeah. And I, I would agree. I would agree. So yeah, we need yeah. to good payoff and it needs to start happening already. I, I think the, the last story that was this big was the, the Daniel Bryan yes movement. Yeah. About Kofi Mania. And that was that was an organic story because that was the fans that, that made that happen. What about Kofi Mania a couple years ago? Now, it, was, it was close. <laughs> if, it, if it didn't have that shit ending with Brock Lesnar, yeah. it would be better. That's what <laughs> I'm saying is a story could be really, really good, but then if it has a shit ending, that that's what makes it forgettable, you know? Like, we'll still remember it because of how great it was. I mean, look at what Kofi's doing now. I mean, yeah, he's part half of the NXT Tag Champions, but now he's like dressing up as nutcrackers and and hitting people people in the nuts. And... Yeah, which that's just New Day stuff. Like that's yeah. how they've always been. Yeah. So I don't know. You just need a really good ending. So we're gonna have to see where they go with that. As far as my moment. I mean, really, the Bang Bros was it for me. Like that—that that was the moment for me. Just them throwing out that name and that match being fucking bad as hell. I, I really enjoyed it. After after how serious it got there on Thursday, and just the thoughts that were happening happening in everybody's mind, and me thinking that. Vince McMahon was going to open up SmackDown and just showing that he's in charge again. I think a lot of us were thinking that. <laughs> yeah, it very easily could have happened. I was just happy to see a really good show. And it was a really solid SmackDown. And if I had to pick an alternate moment since you kind of went with the Usos Banger Brothers, I would say Santos Escobar defeating Kofi Kingston. Just just for the fact that we saw a callback to all of his Royal Rumble moments. Yeah. Well, not all of them, to some of them. And it could build up that story of Kofi being in the Rumble again. And just seeing Santos Escobar getting good wins against people the caliber of Kofi. I mean, with all the New Day stuff aside, we know he's a very good competitor. So, yeah, just to see Santos Escobar getting a win and him being compared to the likes of Eddie Guerrero, who was beloved by fans. Yeah, it's it's just great to see him getting the recognition he deserves. 
because Legato del Fantasma is a really good act. And that's something that can't be taken as a joke. So, hell yeah. I love this shit, man. So, I'm happy for Santos. Yeah. Uh, I was telling Freddie yesterday, because we were talking about, you know, what events is on SmackDown. I, I had told him, I said, if if SmackDown were to be in Dallas yesterday, and we, we would have gone, as soon as his music hit, I would have walked out. And then, fortunately, one of us would have had to walk out with him. <laughs> we can't let you go by yourself, bro. Like, we got you there. We're not going to let you go by yourself. So, and, I mean, Andrew made it very clear that he would be, he would just be stone-faced. He wouldn't do anything. He wouldn't <laughs> cheer or <laughs> vince. I, I, would, I, I would have actively booed him. And I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> but just just going back to the Vince thing for a second because this is something I forgot to say, which I already said to y'all. Go figure that all of this shit happens on January sixth. Yes, the last two January sixth have been shit shows. So now we're just gonna have to wait for. 2024, and we're going to have to keep January 6th on our minds. <laughs> but yeah, man, every, everything considered, and with that bit of a scare there with Vince, it was a very solid week for WWE. So yeah, we're, we're happy that it went as well, and I'm glad SmackDown was a really good show. So now that we got our moments in there for WWE, I'm going to go back to Andrew and get his moment for AEW. Hmm. So much to choose from. Like all every, every week. <laughs> I think especially this week, there was a lot more. And it's not really his match, but the promo after Brian Danielson's match, the back and forth between him and MJF. <laughs> when, <laughs> M- when Danielson basically called MJF's mom... That she's had everybody in the building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. MJF's mom gets around. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> she's had everybody, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in kayfabe, MJF's mom hate, uh, hates him. <laughs> yeah. She really plays that shit up, too. Yeah. Like, uh, I've seen, like, we've all seen it. There's been, like, plenty of pictures <laughs> and videos of her at AEW live shows just being like how much she hates MJF. I'm like, that's your son. <laughs> but it, it, it's fun to watch that yeah. someone like that has a mom who is so supportive and she knows what kind of a character he is Yeah, that I, I, she plays along with it. Yeah, I think there was yeah. also a picture she put up one time of him as a kid, and it's like, like this is the last good picture before he became an asshole or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was exactly what she put up, which I fucking love that picture. I love that fact that she made that post. <laughs> yeah, and Daniel was his uh, stipulation for their match at what 
Revolution. Yeah. Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be Revolution. He picked an Iron Man match. <laughs> I thought he was going to go submission match myself because I think that's more. I don't know. <laughs> if, but I can see where he's going with it. So. Yeah. If this was Brian Brian Danielson pre BCC, it would have probably been a submission match. Yeah. But ever since he's joined, he's joined in with Blackpool Combat Club. His style has become a bit more unhinged, a bit more <laughs> savage, which is what it has to be if you're going to be in BCC. Yeah. So, this makes sense that it's an Iron Man match, and and it's another scenario that we've seen with MJF before. He told Danielson that you know between now and Revolution, you have to. You have to win all your matches every week. And, and Danielson goes, no, I'll just become number one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, the first match we're getting is Danielson versus Takeshita. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna Which, be fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, like, I wouldn't say injured, but they're going to both leave Limpy? that match like a bit hurt. A bit sore. It's going to be a really good match. So I can't wait for that. But yeah, man, that, that was a funny-ass moment with MJF and just everything it led to with setting up the match against Danielson. Yeah, so now, now even though we have gotten a bunch of Danielson wrestling on Dynamite and Rampage and stuff, to know that we're going to see him wrestle every week, According to MJF and him having a win every single match, that's going to be good for AEW on the weekly shows. So, hell yeah. Funny moment there from MJF and Daniel. So, now that we've got Drew's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Johnny and get his moment for AEW this week. Okay. Well, like you said, there's too many, too many good moments to choose from. Uh, <clears throat> I like the the mean streak that Orange Cassidy has been on lately. Yeah, we saw the main event of Battle of the Belts Five was between Orange Cassidy and Kip Sabian for the All Atlantic Title. Now, Kip has been trying to drive a wedge between into. Uh, and Award Cassidy and, and uh, Best Friends. You know, we saw that a couple weeks ago. On in this match, Orange Cassidy he only came, he just came out with Dan Housen. and uh, you know that they were having having the the match, and uh, eventually the, the referee he he uh, had Penelope before go to the back because she was trying to interfere. No, it's the bunny. Oh, oh. It was Penelope Ford. She was out there too. Yeah, but he kicked the bunny out. That's why oh. Butcher and the Blade came out. Oh, he. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, Butcher and the Blade came out, and I got to hand it to Danhausen, who's got the balls to stand up to both the both the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah, he he, he didn't. I mean, he didn't win. <laughs> he didn't get the best. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> but but that's when best friends came out. Uh, Trent Britt and, and 
and uh, and uh, Chuck Taylor, they came out and started beating them down with chairs. And and I like you know commentary was saying, well, I mean, you don't know what you know. Are they down here to help Orange Cassidy, or are they down there to because Butcher and Blake jumped them before? But anyway, while that's going on back in the ring, uh, Kip Sabian starts to get the upper hand. He uh, he gives Orange Cassidy the orange punch. Orange Cassidy no sold it. <laughs> he no sold it. He gave him the the PK, which is uh, uh, Shibata's moves. Uh, Kip Sabian kicked out of that, but then he finally managed to put him away with two orange punches, and. And that, that's when you saw the, saw the the mean streak. You know, it was just move after move after move to to get the win. Yeah, and you notice this time, not once did Orange Cassidy put his hands in his jeans. No, <laughs> no, I I, I, oh, I think we've seen, I think we've seen a change of character. Yeah, I don't think it's the comedy Orange Cassidy anymore. Yeah, and 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 I've said this before. As fun as comedy Orange Cassidy is, we know how well he can go in a match. We've seen it. So for us to see this bit of a character change and get a little bit more of a serious Orange Cassidy, I like it. Because that's just going to lead him to winning more championships. (laughs) Which I'm all here for. And as far as Dan Housen stand, standing up to Butcher and the Blade, that also could lead up to a bit of a character change because they've all also been, and he's even teased it a little bit by some posts he's made on Twitter. It's Tony. Oh. <laughs> I'm watching the football game and Tony Khan just popped up on TV because <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Jaguars just scored. <laughs> hey, we're Not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about he he's he's over there trying to get more money, okay? <laughs> he's trying to save up his money to buy WWE. Saving up his money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's again, this is all in fun. We're not serious here. He's over there actively selling merch and food at the stands just so he can <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like I was saying, with Dan Housen standing up to Butcher and the Blade, um, he's also been teasing to be going back to a little bit more horrific, serious version of Dan Housen, which there's many faces of Dan Housen. Yeah. Just like there were the many faces of Foley. <laughs> there's different versions of Dan Housen. So yeah, yeah, we saw the evil Dan Housen in the 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 all out or not the uh, the full gear pre show. Yeah, and I I think that's the one they're headed for to get like full evil Dan Housen. Yeah, I think that's where they're headed, which I'm fine with because he could easily go back and forth depending on the situation he finds himself in. So hell yeah. Hell yeah, that was that was some good shit as well. Yeah, like Mick Foley says when he uh, the why he had so many characters because said it's hard to play mankind all the time. Sometimes you just need something a little bit lighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes you don't want to do comedy all the time. You want to do something a little more serious. Yeah, yeah. 
So I think that's where Danhausen's at. I think he wants to do something a little bit more serious. And I and I wouldn't even mind like a serious full evil Danhausen versus a serious Orange Cassidy. <laughs> that could be a hell of a match. So we'll wait and see where they go with it. But <clears throat> that was some good shit as well. For my moment, I'm torn between two. So I'm just going to speak a little bit on both. I just want to thank Darby Allen because to watch him win the TNT championship on Dynamite against Samoa Joe, it kind of went full circle for him because a couple of weeks ago he got beat up real bad. By Samoa Joe. And even even though he did get a little bit more beat up in this match, to where when he came out on Rampage, he didn't come out on his skateboard. And he was selling a limp and stuff like that all throughout the match. Whenever he would get hit hard, it would he would show that he was truly feeling it. Yeah, I I just really like everything Darby did this week and to and to see what he did after he won the match on Wednesday. Yeah, it it makes us look forward to what's coming in the future with Nick Wayne. Yeah. Because he brought Nick Wayne Nick Wayne was in the crowd mm-hmm. and they showed him earlier in the night, so we knew he was there. And yeah, just just for Darby to bring him out and be like, "Hey, this could be you and me one day in this ring, yeah, for this championship." Darby did give him his AEW contract. He he has a futures AEW contract. He he'll turn eighteen later this year. Yeah, and in fact, he's actually wrestling tonight for GCW. Yeah, yeah. So he, even though he's still doing like independent shows and shit like that. It's like Darby said, you got to graduate high school first. <laughs> that's the deal. Yeah, yeah, that's why they won't let negative one wrestle yet. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'll, we, we'll still stake by what we said, because I'm pretty sure we said it here, that eventually we're going to get like a Nick Wayne versus negative one. <laughs> we'll yeah. See that. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really good. Is there? I was I was happy to see that shit at the end of Dynamite and video from the crowd of what happened after. And for my second moment, I quickly want to touch on it's the further developing story of Chris Jericho losing, which he had a really good match against Ricky Starks. I just want to point out the end real quick. Whenever Ricky Starks was in the walls of Jericho, and they did the whole hand spot where it dropped three times, yeah, and she and Aubrey was about to call the match, but then he just quick he just rose back up. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. that. That's a very old school spot. Yeah, that was a really good spot by Ricky. I did, I'm glad they decided to do that. But him getting when he got hit by with Floyd, I was afraid that that was it. Yeah, me too. 
I was like, oh, man, this is how Jericho is going to get a win. And it's just going to tell that story of I got a re- I got my redemption story back. I'm working on wins now. But no, we were fooled. I was fooled, at least. And I'm just I'm just glad it went the other way. Uh, I think even though Jericho stood tall at the end because JAS came out and they helped him beat down Ricky Starks and Action Andretti, who came out with a really badass looking like scarred burnt. Yeah. I yeah, that was badass as well. But and even though, like I said, even though he stood tall in the end, it's great to see how he's putting over talent. And I'm glad he got to do that for Action Andretti and Ricky Starks. And who knows who else he's going to do it for. And speaking of Audrey Edwards, she she had a week. She saved the acclaimed tag titles not once, but twice. Yeah. Uh, first, on, on Wednesday, they, uh, they had that their match with Jay Lee's and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, at one point, <clears throat> Anthony Bones was getting pinned, and uh, he had put his foot on the rope, but Sanjay Dunn came around behind the referee's back and took his foot off the rope. And so, you know, we we thought that Jeff Jerry and Jay Lethal had won the tie titles, but Aubrey came back down and explained to Stefan Smith that, that what happened. So they restarted the match, and right away they got they got a roll up win. <clears throat> then, a battle of the belts. They faced the same team of Jarrett and Lethal in a in a no DQ match, and there was all kinds of chaos in the match. Satnam Singh got involved. He started throwing throwing everyone around. Uh, the the referee got knocked out, which. Uh, which Sanjay Dutt decided he was going to put on the referee shirt so he could count the pin. But then here comes Aubrey again. She she comes face to face with Sanjay. She, push, she pushes him down, make, makes him roll out of the ring. And then she was able to count, count the pin for the acclaimed. She also breaks his pencil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I'm glad you brought it up because I was also going to bring that up. Yeah, for her to break Sanjay Dutt's pencil, like, come on, dude. (laughs) That's badass. I mean, we always knew she's badass from everything she has done. Yeah. Face-to-face with Jericho or her not giving a shit. I'm pretty sure she's been, like, beaten down a couple of times while refing a lot of these matches. So... Yeah, just staying in there and taking taking her bumps and shit. Like, yeah, because she does have wrestling training as well. So yeah, she's mm-hmm. a badass, man. Yeah, and after the match, she got the scissor daddy ass. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd be jealous of that shit, but one day it'll happen. Hey. I'm, I'm I'm hoping for a meet and greet. <laughs> and and with all the chaos that happened this week, we forgot to mention that that Soraya's partner was revealed as Tony Storm for this week. But I have a feeling that it's a swerve. Yeah. It it's a, either it's gonna be one of those deals where she's attacked in the back either by Britt and Jamie Hayter or even by Sheeta. Uh 
there was that little jealousy there uh, when when Soraya picked uh, Tony Storm or Washita and only referred to Tony Storm as the best wrestler in the world. Shida just got up, walked off. But yeah, I think it's it's a swerve uh, for Mercedes to come in. Yeah, because you all right. So do you remember when it, it was a? I don't know exactly how much before it was, but before CM Punk came in, Darby mm-hmm. Allen had that line, had that best in the world That's, line. Yes, uh-huh. I don't think it's a coincidence that Britt Baker pretty much damn well looked at the camera yeah. and is like, I'm the boss. Yeah. Pink. Shit. Like, come on. <laughs> it has to be her. Yeah. She's not, they're not fooling anybody. Well, they're fooling some people. Some people saying it's not going to be her. And, but and, but, if, and, but if, if it's just some Tony Storm, there's going to be a lot of booze in that crowd. If it ends up just being her, at least they announced it a week before. Yeah. But it, it's still it's still going to be a bit of a disappointment. But I don't know. All eyes are going to be on Wednesday. A lot of people are going to be watching. And just, just because of a conversation I was having before we went live and the excitement level of people being there and not knowing what's going to happen. Jazzy and DJ, I hope y'all have a good time because you're very excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, you're going to get a good show. Not only you're going to get that that tag match, but we, Danielson, Takeshita, you're going to get uh, Hangman Page and John Moxley. You're going to get Jungle Hook. Plus, you're going to get a Rampage taping, which includes a street fight between Anna J.A.S. and Ty, Ty Mello against Willow Nightingale and Ruby Soho. Yeah, that's right. But even more important, you get match number seven of the Trios yes. Championship Forgot ladder match. Yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Escalera, oh, Escalera de la Marte. Also, Rampage, you get House of Black versus Kingston and, and Ortiz, which... I think we might see a turn there. You think so? Who you uh, thinking? I, I think I think uh, Kingston is going to turn Ortiz. House of Black are trying trying to are trying to get into in his head. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, you, but yeah, you're going to you're going to be going to a, a good show. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a really damn good show that y'all get this week. So. I'm a bit jealous of LA. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's going to be really good nonetheless. So, yeah, lots of really good shit this week. Not, you know, the little asterisk there of Vince McMahon. But again, if that's all it is, then we're fine with it. We're going to be focused on, we're going to stay focused on the shows. And we're just going to take that as it goes. And hopefully they don't start to merge together again. So, yeah, man, really good shit. A lot of a lot of good stuff to look forward to, like we said. And all right, so this is something that I've never done on here. 
We're not we're not an unboxing channel. But <laughs> something came in the mail today that I ordered on Thursday. So the fact that it is here on Saturday, I did hear that they were shipping these out pretty pretty quick. And it's thanks to Johnny that I bought this. <laughs> because he sent me the video on TikTok of somebody doing the unboxing. And as soon as I saw it, I knew I needed to have it. This is so badass. I love this mask. I waited until we went live to open it up. I didn't even... I, 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 was, I, I actually took a very long nap or just because I didn't want to have it tempting me there of buying it, of opening it. I mean, so I gotta get the strap right, but <laughs> take my hat off. Oh, yeah, I gotta get the strap right and take my glasses off, which I can't do on here because. <laughs> I'd be blind. But yeah, man, this is for the 60 buck price that this is. It is a very good mask. I like this better than the Fiend mask. It looks a lot better quality. So, hell yeah. Thank you for sending me that video, bro. You yeah. heard this purchase. <laughs> and not only that, it comes in a badass bag. So, this, this sold me on it as well. So I'm going to have to... I already know where I'm going to hang that. So it is visible every single week that we are live. <laughs> from here on out. So Thank you once again. And to see how it goes, because like always, this is what we... This is what we try and get them with. And we're going to have to come up with a couple more questions from the sound. But we're still good for this week. So it is time to stump the brain. Okay. Something crazy I thought of this week. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was thought of weddings. I want to know how many on-screen Wedding ceremonies has <laughs> Stephanie McMahon been involved in? Stephanie. <laughs> okay. I thought you were just going to say how many weddings have been uh, on on WWE. No, that's way too many. Yes, there is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Because I know, I know of at least two. Might have been, uh, may have been three. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say four. Four? Yes. Yes, four. <laughs> <laughs> because I am counting the unholy wedding to the Undertaker. The Undertaker? Test. 
and then the little video where the drive-through wedding. Yeah, the drive-through wedding chapel. <laughs> <laughs> At the was it the Chapel of Love? I think it was, it was called. Yeah, it was in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then there was the other one, the Triple H, where she told him she was pregnant or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's been four on-screen weddings of Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> That is way too many weddings for one person. <laughs> well, at least one of them was actually real. Oh. Yeah, true. At least one of them was real. But yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love me a good wedding stuff because that shit is funny to watch. But it at at least they don't happen a lot. So whenever they do, it's funny as hell. And I mean, I think the best one was Macho Man and Elizabeth. Yeah. Because that was the original. Yeah. Like they say with movies, you can't beat the original. But then we've also seen, like, we saw uh, Edge and Lita, uh, which was interrupted by Kane. Uh, we saw Chuck and Billy. Edge and Guerrero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wasn't it, like, didn't AJ Lee get married with somebody? I believe so. Because I do remember, I think I remember her wearing a wedding dress on Raw one time. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby and Lana? Yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> with the, 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 the one night that Liv Morgan was a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, lesbian Liv. I remember those days. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my mind just went elsewhere. All right. Hey, ever, ever, ever since Bang Bros was brought back <laughs> up, my mind's been there. So don't mind my don't mind me and my thoughts. But yeah, man, that was that's a lot of winnings for one person. But we all know that's what WWE loves to do, and we do have a good time with it. So we can't get mad at it. Yeah. But, yeah, man, like we said, lots of really good shit that happened this week. Uh, hopefully this Vince McMahon stuff stays under control. It sounds like it's going to be, but as unpredictable as Vince is, you never know. So, like always, if you have any questions or comments, WrestleLost at gmail.com, WrestleLost on Facebook, and don't forget to give us a follow here on Twitch and on YouTube. There's going to be a couple of extra extra shows this month because we're going to we're going to be working towards that affiliate status. So the only extra one planned right now is the night before the Rumble. We'll be here doing our live prediction and news of that week. So stay tuned for that as well. Yeah, uh, and also I should go ahead and mention that. Speaking of the Rumble, we are going to do a live uh, watch along. Not only a watch along, we're going we're planning to have a watch party. We're going to have a few, several people uh, watching it live with us. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a couple of our friends come over, and we're going to set up the camera to where you can see everybody's reaction. So it's going to be a bit of a different view, but it's going to be greatness. So yes. we all know. Go ahead. 
I was going to say it's going to be the day before my birthday. There you go. We all know so how to watch along slash birthday party. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Along birthday party. But like like we know, the rumble is pretty unpredictable. So y'all are going to get some great reactions that night. Yes, especially if if we think it's going to happen. What what they say is going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be a very epic. There's night. a lot of things they, they say is going to happen, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to or get somebody's prediction it. comes true. Um. <laughs> that too. So, yeah, lots to look forward to. Like we said, so hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend, and we will come at you on next week. Have see a good you. one. See you next week. Check you later.